You are listening to the Inspiring Your Shine podcast, where you will be empowered with the truth to live authentically, abundantly, and on purpose, taking you and your business from surviving to thriving by helping you be authentically you. Hello and welcome to Inspiring Your Shine. This is Rebecca, your personal growth mentor, and today we are having another special episode of Real Talk with Rebecca and Corey. We're going to be covering balance and how do you balance your life when you have to do it all so i am here again with Corey, and i'm calling this real talk with rebecca and Corey. <laughs> oh, i love that i love yeah. that so i thought that this is really fun i had such a great time talking with you last week and now we have just made kind of a plan of like let's just keep doing this just see what comes of it i i think that between the two of us, we have great perspectives, but not necessarily always exact same information because we've been learning from different mentorship and, and different tools and things. And so I just think it could be really cool for us to just have and just see what comes out of it. And I'm hoping that we can really be a voice and, and share thoughts about what other people are struggling with. And we can kind of talk that out and help them to think about tools that we've learned and, and how we can help them. Obviously, we always want to be helping. We're going to be talking about balance because we both know that most women particularly are out of balance. Right. And when we are out of balance, it impacts everything and everyone, honestly, around us. Yes. So so the question that I first want to pose for us to talk about is, what do you think is the main reasons that people are out of balance? that you've seen? Oh, that's a good question. I think it's a lack of self-awareness probably Mm -hmm. more than anything because uh, we've all been there, like all of every single one of us. And, and you kind of don't know what's happening because there's so much happening and you're in it. You know, it's, it's always hard when you're on the inside. A lot of other people probably can know, know, tell you exactly what you need to do, but you're like, what is happening? Yeah. Just in this you know, big cycle of trying to keep up and trying to eat and trying to get rest and take care of everyone else. So I think until you become aware of what you need to feel good, that that imbalance is going to be a, a continuous problem. And also just not making yourself a priority mm-hmm. enough to realize that I'm important and how I feel is important. Yeah. My grandmother always said, um, you know, there's a few things that my grandma taught me that stick with me, have stuck with me my whole life. And she said, I was a young woman with, you know, babies. And she said, well, you know, she said, have you eaten? And I said, no, not yet. And she said, well, if you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care of anyone else. (laughs) (laughs) Always, I have told a gazillion people that, and I always remembered it because it's true. Yeah, it is true. Or you can't do it well. (laughs) I mean, I think that so many of us have gotten into that survival mode and then we feel horrible because we're exploding at everyone. We're unhappy. We're getting through, we're surviving through, but we're not thriving. And so I actually have a podcast that I created that is an environment to thrive and it deals with your physical, mental, and the atmosphere environment. Mm -hmm. And you can have that time to assess it. So it's exactly like you were saying, you're so brilliant. Like it is self-awareness. If we don't even have awareness of what is impacting our environment negatively, I talk about it, what's contaminating you and what do you need to fertilize your environment for you to grow? Because we are living beings, you know, we, we don't acknowledge that sometimes that just like a plant needs certain (laughs) (laughs) and for whatever reason, we think we can just do without it just by sheer will because we have willpower. So it is very important. So I do agree with you that that's absolutely so necessary. Um, But you also hit on something else that I, I had on my notes that, um, just thinking about what some things just to make sure that we don't just sit here and go like, I don't know. (laughs) But um, I thought about, there's something that I learned in the past about three years. And I don't know if you've ever heard of core desired feelings. I have not. So uh, basically like, I don't know, we were chatting before, so it may have came out of that conversation, but core desired feelings are from a lady named Danielle Laporte specifically. She wrote a book about it called desire map. Mm-hmm. But it's getting in touch and becoming self-aware aware of what is it that I am seeking, the feeling that I'm seeking, and mm-hmm. what I'm doing. 
what is the feelings that I need and I want and I desire in my life every day? And for whatever goals that we're seeking, what are the feelings that we're really trying to get? What do we really want at the end of the day? It's not really necessarily the vacation or the car or the house or any of those things, the million dollars. It is the feeling that that gives us. So what is the feeling? And then knowing, because this is something that I really struggle with is always looking to feel when I get there, I'll, I can feel good instead of feeling good every day. And so when you know and acknowledge your core desired feelings and how you want to feel, then Mm -hmm. you can do it in small little ways. Like what else makes you feel? So one of my core desired feelings is freedom. So I've always been like, when I make a million dollars or. Right. You think that, you know, symbolizes freedom or you think that's freedom for you. Yeah. And I can vacation whenever I want and I can do all the things that I want. And so basically freedom means to me choices. Right. So really thinking about, well, what can I do in my life to have choices? Right. And it's about self-love too, because I don't, wouldn't give myself choices because I wasn't loving myself enough to, to give myself the choice of, I would really like a nap right now, or mm-hmm. I would like to eat that, or I would like to go somewhere. That's freedom. Yeah, That's exactly. Freedom. That's freedom right now. Yes in the right now. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Um, is there anything else that you can think of? I have a couple of things, but I would love to hear what else you have. Um, I was just thinking about what you're saying. Cause I can look back on a past experience of something, a, a negative cycle of behavior that I was in that I could not seem to figure out why I was doing this. And it was an unhealthy relationship. So you're, you're going round and round and round. <laughs> I actually went to therapy over this. And hmm. one of the things my therapist said was, what are you doing? what's your part in this cycle? And I was like, oh, oh me? me? We're here to talk about me? <laughs> so I didn't know the answer at that moment, but later on I thought about it and I, I had this huge breakthrough, but also prior to that, I had a, a miniature breakthrough of why do I do this? And what it was for me was it was fun mm-hmm. and it was an escape. So, and I think we all do that with uh, different things, food, alcohol, shopping, whatever it is that you're getting that thrill from because you're escaping all your responsibilities and and the hard stuff. So it was like, I learned this big thing about myself. And when I learned that, I also forgave myself for some of that behavior because I'm like, okay, this is a genuine desire. Like when you said desires, core desires, I was like, that's so knowing yourself and understanding what it is that you need as a person and, and your personality and all that is like, oh, okay. Yes. So yes. knowing that is like huge. I mean, like I said, it's, it's an acceptance of yourself. Yeah. yeah. And, and acknowledging I'm, what you need for sure. Yeah. And there's yeah. absolutely nothing wrong with that. Of course, you don't want to be flying to Vegas and gambling with all your money to feel right. good and have a good time. But I'm yeah. saying you know, it, it's just part of that self-awareness process. You yeah. learn it. You go, okay. I'm not crazy. I'm not stupid. Yeah. Is what you're do you, when you don't see why you're doing something, you beat yourself up. So you're totally. like, Oh, I'm so dumb. I keep doing this to myself. Mm-hmm. That's not, that's not what's going on. You're, exactly. you're not. Yeah. Yeah. You got to understand for sure. And yeah. I call that self or, um, self-soothing habits. So ah. like, <laughs> like <laughs> all I got of chocolate instantly. It was like, I just need to be soothed. <laughs> yes. And so I find myself like if I'm really stressed out because of some of the demands of my life and I get overwhelmed with it, then I want like a cupcake or chocolate. And so it, it's like, I find myself literally in the, in the pantry, like with a cupcake and milk. And I'm like, this is me self-soothing. And, Why am I here? <laughs> yeah, and it's like, I know I should not be doing this because I do want to have a hot body, but I really need this right now. And, um, I, know, often, <laughs> I was going to say, it sounds like I say a lot of times, like, wow, when my actions meet up with my goals, I'll really be onto something because when I'm having moments like that, I'm like, this isn't an alignment. No, no. Yeah. And I had, I did a whole podcast about identity and how I wasn't aligning. I was still, I, even though I wanted to lose weight, I was still identifying with a glutton and somebody who had no self-control and things. And so you do have to change at the self-identity level to actually have change. Yeah. But one of the things that I'd heard, so you know how those sayings, just like the one with your grandma, there's times what 
people will say something and it just will stick with you. And then you end up yeah. telling lots of other people, you know, right. But I, it was at a conference and I heard this from stage. I don't even know her name, but um, she said, you can either lead your life or follow it around. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. And so that I think is one of the reasons oh, why so, so many good. people get out of balance is because they're not leading their life. They're following yes. it around. Yes. And I actually just wrote something. I don't know if you saw it today on my, um, I didn't on my Facebook page about going with the flow or being in flow. I had this Ooh. I wrote that because to be in flow it, or be going with the flow to me is like that you're being led by your life and you're just kind of like, Oh, and then you're like, Oh, I don't know how I got here. And this sucks. And my life is terrible. Right. So that's not necessarily good. Right. In flow is like being intentional. Yeah. And you're in flow, but you know what you want and you're yeah. taking, steps to get there. And I thought that's really, really good. So I love that. Um, being led by your life, that's, or, or, or following it around, whatever, like, Oh yeah. man, that's tough. I mean, it's <laughs> that's easy like to do truth. because this is why it's easy for us to follow our lives around because yeah, our brain wants to just be efficient and have everything the same. And we get in these comfort zones. And so it's so easy to just stay stuck in the you know, on like the crazy wheel, like you can't get off because to make a change feels so uncomfortable. And then you just continue to do all the wrong things. And then right. t- like you said earlier, until you get mad at some point, yeah. sometimes you get mad and you're like, okay, that's it. I'm changing. I'm done. Yeah. 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 But sometimes we shouldn't have to get to that place. We can be more self-aware and right think about it beforehand before it gets to the point where we're having our breakdown and then we have like a breakthrough. <laughs> yes. Because that was me. I used to have the have to go all the way to the bottom and then crawl out. And yeah, now and, I'm like, Oh, I don't like that. Yeah. And I would hope that we could get to a place where we don't have to go to those extremes. Yeah. I think I have grown to that to an extent because I think you do, as you become more self-aware, you don't have to go crash and burn to be able to have an, a realization about yourself. Yeah. So you, you start to, like I said the other day, or maybe I can't remember if I said it to you, but like you, unfortunately, it's kind of unfortunate. You get so self-aware that when something doesn't feel good, you can't do it because mm-hmm. you just are so uncomfortable with that knowledge. Right. Deep down, you know, you just know that you know that this is not right. Right. And you can't continue. You can't, mm-hmm. you can't sleep. You can't think <laughs> it's like this nasty program is running yeah. and sucking up all your energy, like yeah. in the background of your computer. And it's just you. So, but that's good because now you're not just like, ah, la, 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 la. <laughs> what? Yeah. And then crash, you know, yeah. you wake up and have a moment of, you know, a big epiphany. And I, it's sad, really, honestly, when you, when you don't have any self-awareness, I mean, some people never, ever wake up and they never grow and it takes something extremely tragic right. for them to change their behavior. Yeah. They live someone close and they go, Oh wait, I don't want to live like this anymore. Right. And that's the whole emotional intelligence is about self-awareness and then self-management. And a lot of people never really become emotionally intelligent just right and and every successful person unless they like were born into money or something but a truly successful admirable influential person they are all very emotionally intelligent and that is that self-awareness and another thing with self-awareness that I was thinking about is so many people don't know the value that they can give to the world like they have no clarity or they don't question to figure out like what they have that's valuable to give to the world. Right. And so I feel like that's a lot of times that whole piece of where we're saying you don't even, you can't lead your life because you don't even have clarity about what you want out of life, Mm -hmm. which is a self-awareness thing. And you don't know what you have to give or offer you. Your esteem is in the toilet. You don't really value yourself. You don't feel worthy. And a lot of times that doesn't really increase until you start putting yourself out there to grow. And (laughs) you have to have adversity and put yourself out of in discomfort in order to learn those things. Yeah. Very true. So, yeah. And then one other thing I thought of why so many people is the fear of missing out. 
Mm-hmm. Like you just say yes to everything because yeah, you're so yeah. afraid of missing out on right. like opportunity or fun or yeah. And then you just get completely off track and overwhelmed and right. And you know, like it's time to go, but you're afraid you're going to leave early and miss something. So you stay or you right. go to a party you don't want to go to because you're worried you're going to. Yeah. I get yeah. That. And you do social events that you don't really want to be at because right. yeah, it, it's really interesting Mm-hmm. Um, I, so I'm going through B school right now with Maria Forleo and yeah. in her very first thing that she sends you, it's get on the no train. Mm-hmm. Um, so she talks about like really analyze everything that you're doing and start looking at how you right. can start eliminating things and start saying no. And that was one of the things that I was going to say to get in balance. I think you have to start, stop saying yes to everything. Absolutely. And I, I took that a step further this year or maybe the end of last year. And I wrote myself a big note that said, start under committing. Oh, nice. Because we, we overcommit and then we learn to say no. And then now I'm on this under committing because for me, that's more of a challenge. And when you under commit, what that does is create time for you to figure out where you want to spend your time and what you want to do. And so it's like, Oh, I don't have to, there's all these requirements are just things we put on ourselves. I mean, it's all our little made up world. So you're actually leaving a lot of space in your schedule. Whereas before you would book it solid. Oh yeah, totally. There was a great sermon that I listened to by Rick Warren, who wrote the purpose driven life. He has a podcast Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. um, a lot of times they'll take like sermons and And he did this one and it has like downloadable notes and stuff. So good. But it was about having margin in your life. And it was phenomenal. Yeah. Because he talked about like when we work ourselves to the bone, when we exhaust every bit of energy we have, then we're not really even allowing any space for God to work in our life. And we're doing it all on our own strength. Right. Right. think you know, you think you know what's best for you. And you're just like, go, 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 go. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And, uh, it's like a, it's kind of a double edged sword to being a driven person yeah. because you, you're driven. Yeah. So you need to fill up your time and you think you need to be productive all the time, but you don't, right. you don't. And you can, like you said, I'm like, Oh, that's so cool. I love the margins. Yeah. It's you really, know? really good. I highly suggest um, listening to it. I love that. Good. So like, what do you feel like are some of the tactics that you have implemented? We've already talked about a couple, like just saying no more often and Mm -hmm. um, leaving margin in your life. But what are some other things that you think you've implemented Um, that have worked for balance? You know, I get a huge, I've I've been given a lot of grief by my girlfriends for this because they tease the heck out of me because I have a bedtime alarm. Well, I set a bedtime alarm because I noticed that. I would get off track at night and I would have what I call my last wind and I would get all wound up and start doing a bunch of things. And then you're kind of like, it's 1130. What's what happened? I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to be in bed at 10, you know, I'm supposed to be in bed at 10. It's now 1130. I'm going to be asleep at one. So I was not getting enough rest. Mm -hmm. And so I started setting an alarm and my children are the main culprits because when both my kids are home, they are hysterical and they're, they're night owls. And so they get me looped, they get me sucked into their little silliness. And I'm like, before you know it, you're dancing and watching videos, which is awesome. That's awesome. But if you have to get up and be productive, for me, I have like a certain time of day that's best for me. And that's the morning. So if I don't get my rest, I'm useless. And I feel like I waste my whole day. So I set a bedtime alarm and everybody thought it was so funny, but I was like, look, at nine o'clock, my bedtime alarm goes off, which just means go to my room. That's all it means. It's time for me to chill out because it takes me a good amount of time to unwind and be able to get a good amount of sleep. And so now I don't need it anymore because I created a habit for myself. I love that. I don't, I don't need it. So that's something I did. So getting enough rest for me is absolutely critical. critical. It is so critical. And, um, you know, eating right, planning ahead. Ooh, I mean, yes. If, if you don't plan what you're going to eat tomorrow, don't be surprised when you're in the dry book because you're like, how did I get here? Well, you didn't have a plan. Yeah. So I'm not saying you have to plan every aspect of your life, but if you want to eat good food, you're going to have to go to the store and you're going to have to plan. Yeah. You're going to have 
think about it. But I found that, you know, like I said, if you create these lifestyle changes, it becomes a habit for you and you don't have to, it, it gets easier and easier and easier. So if you're starting a new eating, a new way of eating, it's going to be hard at first, but then you'll find like, it's not, it becomes second nature for you to throw a few things in your bag and always have water with you. And you start picking up, you, you improve. Yeah. So for me, like those basic needs are, are crucial to me staying in balance. Um, so, and I became acutely aware because I had a panic attack and I ended up in the hospital. I mean, it was really, really bad. And I did some serious evaluating after that yeah. because I made myself sick. Right. I mean, I really did. And I had a whole lot of things going on that were not good at the time. So it was kind of like a perfect storm. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I really evaluated what do I need? How much sleep do I need? I need, I need a ton of sleep and I don't care. Yeah. Like, I don't care. Anymore. I'm like, this is what I need to feel good. And you know, everybody's different. So you really need to figure out what balance means to you. Exactly. You need, and, and, and sleep isn't the same as relaxing. So I also need time to just do yes. nothing. I'll do. You need time to just decompress without your phone and without, you know, all these, all these things that are going on all the time. Absolutely. Sometimes you just need to like decompress. Totally, totally. And that was, I think that, so many of the years of my life when I was just pursuing success, you know, I was just like, these are my yeah. time years. I need to make my millions. <laughs> and so I was right. just working, 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 taking every opportunity, doing everything I possibly could, not wanting to miss that thing that was going to make all the difference, right? Which I get right. used to think that it was going to be all the big things that were going to make the difference for me. And now I know it's the little things. It's the daily habits. Mm -hmm. It's the getting in rest, right. being kind to yourself, right. loving yourself, being not in your ego. Because you touched on that earlier. And one thing that I definitely realized is when I was doing things to try to get approval from other people or when I was doing things to satisfy my own self to make myself feel worthy – then right. it was like insatiable. I could never get enough. And it was like right. a drug as I was just It's going to be the next thing. Yeah, totally. You want. Yeah. yeah. And it's also just seeking more and more and more of different stimulations and things to try to feed your ego because mm -hmm. you're still not feeling fully satisfied because right. the only way to feel really free and fully satisfied is to and to have balance, like what we all dream of, is to really take it a lot easier, right? Like the reason why we're so happy on vacation is because we rest a lot. We, you know, we exercise walking around right. and things. We, we just are in happiness and in, in the moment. And we need right. to insert those things into our life today instead of always waiting for a vacation to feel that way. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. On Saturdays, a lot of times my husband and I will just like slowly wake up. You know, it's, you know, now we kind of wake up earlier than we even really want to, but it's like, okay, we'll go get coffee and just kind of lay in bed and do things that we just kind of enjoy. And just, right. it's, it's crazy that that is something that renews us and we enjoy, but we're just, you know, out and about all week. And so on the weekend, it's time to right. just kind of chill and it's right. really good. And so it's kind of our mini vacations. Yeah. One morning I was, um, I was supposed to be doing something and I had like an appointment change. It was a Friday, had an appointment change. And I was like, oh, you know, like I always feel like I've been given the gift of time when I have a cancellation, when I'm really tired and have a lot going on. You're like, oh, yes. <laughs> and, and you know, I, I went out on my patio and the sun was shining and I just sat there and soaked up the sun. Like I was like, I felt like a cat just sprawled out. I was just sitting on my swing, but it was just like such a beautiful moment with nature and just feeling alive, peaceful. Yeah. yeah. And feeling alive. Yeah. Like exactly like being alive and it's happening right now. You're not, it's not going to happen when I make the kind of money I want to make. <laughs> you know? Well, you could make that money and right. still not be able to capture those moments for yourself, you know? Right. So it's not about the right. money or the thing or the goal. It's about how do you want to feel and start giving yourself and honoring right. that in your day every day, right. you know, right. 
So I like to feel pampered. So sometimes it's like, I need to think of how can I feel pampered right now? And right. And I can do things for myself to feel pampered. I don't have to go to the spa to feel right. You know? Yeah, exactly. And then I heard something this morning and somebody was talking about just drinking a cup of tea, like in the quiet and just enjoying that cup of tea, like having the moments of being mindful of your moment and just enjoying it instead of taking one step, noticing the taste and then just mindlessly drinking the tea the rest of the time without even doing it. Yeah. And I do so much of that. And they, that's with eating too. A lot of people mindlessly eat because they say we only taste the first two bites. Right. It's, um, I read an article about that, about rituals. They said that, that one of the things that, that they found in common with people who had lived to be over a hundred was that they enjoyed rituals. So a ritual being your coffee in the morning or your afternoon tea or that cold beer at night or whatever. And I was like, I realized I had a lot of rituals because that was like, I mean, I think that's my purpose for getting out of bed earlier is just so I can enjoy my coffee. That's just like soak it up. Like not just like gulp it down while I'm doing 10 other things. Because that's what you do is drink coffee. It's, it's a moment for you. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. And then same with having a glass of wine. It's like I cook dinner at five, about five o'clock. I try to go home and I try to cook dinner every night. And it's like this ritual I put on my apron. I put on a sermon. I pour a glass of wine and I cook, but it's like this whole thing. Yeah. That's and cool. It's the ritual of it that makes me feel good. Yeah. It's like I get in that zone and I unplug from work and I unplug from the stress of whatever's happening. You know, I think those things are really important. And I honestly think those are the things that hold us down. Mm-hmm. Um, when life is hard and chaotic, it's those little simple moments of your day. That when you lose those, I know for me, like when I'm out of town or, I'm visiting someone else. It's like, I can't wait to get home and get back to my little, like my little nurturing things that I do for myself. For sure. Yeah. It's grounding. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. There was the one other thing, cause we already kind of touched on the other things about tactics to do is one thing Mm -hmm. that I found is a lot of people, and this is something I really, really struggled with. I mean, I was a codependent at one point a lot of my life, really, I was always finding somebody to be codependent with and Mm -hmm. um, play that role with. So boundaries, I feel like boundaries, when it comes to balance, like really learning to have healthy boundaries, knowing what you need and asking for what you need instead of expecting that people are going to figure it out, like requiring Mm. it and expecting it, like in a way of like, I won't tolerate you breaking that boundary in me and letting people know what your true core value boundaries are. You know, like that's important to me. That means something to me. Like if you're late all the time, that bothers me. That's something for my husband. It was a core value Mm -hmm. for him to be timely. And so I have needed to respect that in him, you know, and, um, and be conscientious of, not making him too late. Now, even if we're two minutes late, he's like having a fit, but I try, (laughs) I really try. (laughs) I really try to be like on time and be cognizant of that for other people. And so like really knowing what our own values are that we need to make sure we're communicating to other people. Yeah. And it's so hard because you, it is so hard to communicate those things. I feel it's like, I don't know. It's just like, I don't know why that's so difficult, but it's interesting how well people receive it. Like they really do. When you tell people like, this is, I don't feel comfortable with this, or that made me, that really hurt my feelings, or that made me sad. And this is why they love you anyway. And if they don't, if they don't respect those boundaries, you, that's the people that just kind of like, you know, they melt away. Because if they love you, they're going to try, right? Exactly. Exactly. This is something that's a trick about it too, is we have to respect our own boundaries. So, yes. Oh, or like boundaries around like your working hours or like that productivity time. Like when you know that I, this is my time that I'm really going to work toward my goals and dreams. And right. I have to respect my time too. Right. Because if I want other people to value and respect my time and I set this right. boundary, then if I don't do it, it's confusing to them. So I used to have this when um, <laughs> I worked in direct sales and I would 
one time I was on a phone call and I didn't have like a set time that I did things. And so my husband just saw me on the phone all the time. He never knew if I was working or if I was chatting with my friend or whatever. And so one time I was on a a call with a client and he winged a um, milk jug at my head because he was, he gets really irritated when, people leave like a tiny bit of milk or they don't rinse it out. Uh, And he always blames it on me. I don't know why I'm always the culprit, (laughs) but it's not ever even me. And, um, and so that was just like, Oh my gosh. And I was frustrated by that. But at the same time, what the talk we had later on the little argument or whatever, it was like, well, how am I supposed to know when you're doing business? You're on the phone all the time, you know? And so I had to start setting some boundaries around like, you're right. I am on the phone all the time. And you hadn't communicated anything to him. So how would he know? And that's, I think we do that as women. It's like, we expect everyone to know what we're thinking and feeling. And then we're upset when they don't read our minds. But it's honestly, yeah, yeah, honestly, you know, I've learned, I've had to learn that too. And now, you know, my response is, I'm sorry, I didn't communicate that to you. Mm -hmm. And that's my fault. But now, like, I'm telling you now, like, this is, this is an issue, but it's, yeah, you just don't realize. And you have to like advocate for yourself. And yes, you respect your absolutely. own self and you advocate for yourself. Right. And, and that's the same right. way with those back to the core desire feelings thing, because I think that we'll feel really imbalanced if we're honoring our core mm-hmm. desires for ourselves. So we're not expecting anyone yeah. else to make us feel a particular way. We are right. honoring it for ourselves and we are seeking out the things that are going to fulfill our desires you know, and, right. and giving that to ourselves and loving ourselves enough to give ourselves time to invest a little money in ourselves and, and to, right. f- to fill up because so often right. as women, we're giving out, we're giving out, we're giving out and we're not taking any time to fill up. And I had a, a talk with a girl just the other day and she was saying, you know, I just feel guilty when I do something for myself. And yeah. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I could totally see that I do that too. And even when I'm really intentional, trying to be intentional about taking care of myself, I still struggle. Like right now I need a pedicure. And I had made a commitment that I was always going to be getting my pedicures like once a week or not once a week. Uh-huh. That'd be crazy. Like once a month, you know, and I have completely failed on that. I mean, it's winter, right. so that has something to do with it. But, but it's also just that it's hard to capture money sometimes for things for ourselves. Like, right if you don't capture it for yourself, it's going to go to the kids or someone else. Right. (laughs) Right. But we often don't feel rightful to, to take that out of the budget first and and protect it for us. It's like, Oh, if there's some leftover, if there's some leftover, then I'll do something. Yeah. And then why, why should you only get the leftovers? Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I totally get that. I think that's a struggle we all have as moms and, you know, wives. It's just like, there's so much, there's so many expenses when you're running your house and yes, you, you tend to put yourself last on the list totally, a lot, totally. not always, always last. Oh, you know yeah, what yeah. I started doing? This goes back to my, we can blame this on my grandmother, but I used to, when I would cook dinner, um, when I was married and my kids were little and I would cook dinner, I got into the habit of eating or before they ate uh-huh. because I was tired of them finishing their plates before I even sat down oh. to eat. I see. Or, or asking me for things before I had finished eating. Right. Like I had this big deal about like, you're asking me for dessert and I haven't even eaten my dinner yet. <laughs> that used to make me so mad. So what I started doing to combat that was I started enjoying my dinner before they sat down Yay. because I realized I was hungry Yeah. and I was irritable because I was starving and I was you know, I had been at the store cooking dinner and all this stuff and I'm giving to you and I'm giving to you and I'm giving to you and nobody cares about right. me. So I'm going to care about me and I'm going to enjoy my dinner. And then I was so much more relaxed at dinner time. And yes, I'm not like sitting down and eating with my family, but that was something that I felt like I'm doing for myself yeah. because I made this amazing meal. I'm hungry. I'm going to eat it. <laughs> you guys are all over the house. And then they would sit down and guess what? There was no harm done. Right. Like my children are, they have manners and That's a they're good fine. Example of you, you do things for what works for you in your situation, right? Yes, right. So just kind of to round it up and leave everybody with a little bit of a summary or a action step. If you were mm-hmm. to say, what is one thing that somebody could start today? to do to start having more balance, what do you think that would be? 
get enough sleep. That'd be my number one. Yeah, get enough sleep no matter what's going on in your life. Because I feel like it's so important. I feel like there's so many people out here that are not getting enough rest. And, and what they're doing, they're sacrificing, they're sacrificing rest to do a gazillion things. Like they're either getting up earlier or staying up later because they have so much to do. And I'm like, okay, but <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing to your body? You know, I mean, you're just not as functional as you could be. So, and I, I've read this before somewhere. It's like, I learned this in college when I was studying. It's like, I could do something in half the time in the morning when I was rested. It would take me twice as long to do it tired. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's, like, it's not effective to be tired. You think you're getting more done, but you are not. So I guess I would encourage everybody to kind of experiment on yourself and see how much sleep you actually need. And the only way to see how much sleep you actually need is to let yourself sleep. Yeah. Like let yourself sleep and just, you know, squeeze in some naps. I and mean, I, honestly, I just feel like it's so important to take better care of your, your sleep habits because that's when your body heals. Um, even it's tied to weight loss. It's tied to so many things, stress. I mean, yeah. If you're trying to lose weight or change your body, you need sleep. Yeah, that's such a great tip. I love that. And and you're going to do everything more successfully if you're rested. So I think that is like the first, absolute first step. And if you're having trouble sleeping, there's a gazillion things you can do to get better sleep. I mean, after I had a panic attack, I had to train myself how to get better sleep. And oh my gosh, I came up with, I had this whole long drawn out thing that I did before bed. But I mean, that's what I had to do. I was like, this is what I have to do to get healthy. And I did. Yeah. And that's so good. So, I love that. That's so good. I think that. It created a better habit. Yeah. I never would have thought of that one, but it is so important. I think for me, when, when I think about getting in balance is honoring your needs more. And yes. just yep. like I was saying about the core desired feelings, knowing what you you want and finding ways to give that to yourself. And so that you can stay in an empowered state that you can stay filled up, that you're not running on empty, that you aren't in survival mode all the time. And I, this is from my own bad habits and experiences of literally getting to get ready for bed at night, being so tired, definitely the, the sleeping thing will help me. And I've already mm -hmm. been doing that better. Mm -hmm. But getting, being so tired that I didn't even want to finish the two-minute cycle to brush my teeth. Or I want to skip washing my face. Because I'm so exhausted Crazy. that I've given yeah. every single thing. But it's, it's not just being tired. It's emptiness of yes. I survived yes. through my day instead of really yes. feeling like you're living. And yeah. that makes me sad because honestly, like none of us were put on this planet to just survive oh. it, to survive your day. Like, you know, absolutely not, not in this country. No. I mean, and we all go through difficult stuff, but this is why, this is like the exact reason why I set a bedtime alarm. I mean, I kid you not, like at nine o'clock I go in my room and I enjoy taking a shower and getting ready for bed. I don't wait till I'm exhausted and I don't want to brush my teeth because that's yeah. what I used to do. I mean, then just like, Oh, so like, oh, these things are so hard and you're just, you're tired. Yeah. yeah. You're, so look at yourself as if you were a toddler, yeah. honestly. And you're grouchy and I would start to cry. Like I will cry at night and get all weepy and I'm, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Like I'm just. <laughs> just because you are just so, overtired. So I, yeah, I, I'm overtired and we're all we are is just big. We're big children. <laughs> we're big children and you know, we just so need to take true. It's not home. like our body chemistries or anything really change when we're adults. No. We don't really have less needs. We just think that we do. Right. We have more control over what we're doing. Whereas we don't have somebody right. telling us to go to bed. And so but think about cool. when you were a baby or how you, how you took care of your babies right? when they were little, you, you had this whole bedtime routine. They got their bath and their jammies and you started that an hour or so before it was time for bed and you hold them and you love them and you give them a bottle and that's what you need to do for yourself. I mean, nobody's <laughs> going to put you to bed. Nobody's going to put you yeah, to bed. It's, I love it. But I mean, honestly, you just feel so good when you, when you take that time out for yourself and it's, 
it is hard when you're in a relationship also because your husband wants your attention mm-hmm. or your wife wants your attention, you know, and you're, and you're just like, you're kind of maxed out. So I feel like that's even more important because if you want to spend any quality time with your significant other and you're exhausted and grouchy, like how, how is that good for anybody? Yeah, that's so true. Even if you're just talking and cuddling and just spending some, a little bit of time together, yeah. you know? That was a huge error I made when I was married because I just felt like I was just so tapped out. Mm. Just like, I don't even want to talk to anybody right now. Right. Like, don't talk to me. You know, I'd just be maxed out. And that was because I wasn't really establishing any time for myself. Mm. Oh, true. To, true. Just, just to do something that you enjoy or be in a moment. Yeah. I love I love that idea of trying to capture more moments, be more mindful mm-hmm. of your moments. Yeah, Absolutely. I mean, wash your face. I mean, just take pleasure in, in taking care of yourself, you know? That's wash your so hair. Do my face mask, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I got these thick washcloths because I remember I would be at somebody else's house and, you know, I'd have all these janky ones that were like almost see through because they're right. so old or whatever. They're like, scratch your face. And you're like, ooh, ah. You know, I invested in like <laughs> these nicer, thicker washcloths. And when I wash my right. face with those nice, thick washcloths, it just feels luxurious. And it's right. so good. And so there's right. tiny, simple little pleasures that we can have that can make us feel renewed and right. resting. I think that's a brilliant tip. <laughs> this is meant in, in the least disrespectful way, but I call that living poor. Like why, why are we living? <laughs> yeah. Why do we have these washcloths that are, that are borderline? Like, like, why are we using right. these? It's you know? not like they're that expensive. I, no, they're you not. just keep using the same old stuff because I yeah. like to say I don't go down that aisle ever. So I just don't think about yeah. it when I'm shopping or whatever. This goes back to what I was talking about, like upgrade yourself, yeah. upgrade your life and, and take some pleasure in just the date, the daily stuff. Yeah. I love that. And especially, you know, like if you, we had sheets that were ripping and right. it was like, don't move your foot a certain way. You might get a yeah. cold, you know, <laughs> right. like, it's just right. so silly. And you're like, why are we living yes. like this? But it doesn't occur to you. Yeah. Because you, you have this mindset of just kind of getting by and making do. And, and um, I was raised to not be wasteful mm-hmm. and to, to make do and take care of your things. And so a lot of that is awesome. Those are good values. But at the same time, like I've had to learn, like throw it away. Yeah, it's exactly. and, and you can afford to buy something new. It's okay. Yeah, that you is can. so funny because I had when we moved, I had to let go of like the extra linens and the extra sheets. And oh, I can't even tell you how many bedding things that I had, because it was like when we were kids, if there was somebody that needed a bed or sleepover something, you had to make pallets on the floor, you know, there wasn't anything fancy. And so I still have this mentality of if people need to sleep, I need pallets for the floor. Every extra pillow that we ever have, we have to keep them. And you're like, wait, who's staying over here? Oh yeah, no one. I really need to house that many people. So I literally was like throwing out comforter after comforter and sheets yeah. and towels. And I'm like, this is, I have a problem. I get my it. My husband calls yeah. me a squalor. Like I can, I can squall away different little yeah. things. I had a box collection, like a sturdy box. I just couldn't throw it away because we just yeah. need that sturdy box. <laughs> I have like 28 boxes that I collected. It's my hoarding type of behavior. Yes. But you know, you honestly, that is a lack mindset. Oh, it, it's coming from a place of, yeah, yeah. it's coming from a place of what if we don't have enough or what if this happens or what if, what if, what if, what if, what if, I mean, honestly, (laughs) you don't need it. Like if we have a house guest and we don't have enough stuff for them, we can borrow something from somebody or we could go buy something. And you know, like, I love that. That's such a good point. <laughs> and I think yeah. that I grew up with a lack mindset and I still think that I just still. Well, and that's how and the, the reason why I recognize it is because I've had to really work on that in myself. It's yeah. just such a like, Oh my goodness. Why do I think this way? Well, you think this way because this is, these are your, these are your belief systems and it's not wrong, but now you have the opportunity to rewrite them, you know, and think differently. Absolutely. And it's just a process. Yeah. It's a process. When you're around other people too, sometimes you're like you, you know, someone's washcloth at, at their house had an impact on you. Yeah. <laughs> I do think like you get exposed to something and you're like, how come I don't have this? Yeah. How, you know, oh, I could have this. I yes, like this. So, yes, so true. Yeah. So true. And it's about valuing 
the things that you would enjoy and, and evaluating that and just yeah. making it happen intentionally because Absolutely. well, if we're not intentional, we're going to keep using those same old nasty towels. And and wash wash. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to happen. So, well, this is my life. <laughs> <laughs> so always so much fun just chatting with you. I it love is. our talks and it's awesome. Hopefully other people can get value out of this. Otherwise we're just indulging ourselves and that's okay with me. I'm happy with it. It's fine. We're it there. We're, we're time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, I think it's, I think we have something to share. Absolutely. Because it's amazing how many like memes you see and motivational things. And that's why there's so many because people are looking, yeah. people are looking for that inspiration. But I think that I want to share something that people actually can implement. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, we all know this. Okay, be happier. Okay, be in balance. Okay, how do I do right. that? And, and, and I love like the way that you look at things that you, you're you so practical. Whereas I'm a little bit like way up in the clouds where it's like the ideal. This is the ideal of how we should live our life. You're more practical. Uh -huh. So I love that that you're just like something simple, like just sleep. And, and how much that really can, that one thing, if you committed to it, if somebody committed to like, you know what, it's true, I'm not getting enough sleep and I'm grouchy and I'm right. worn down. And if you just committed that I'm going to start getting, I'm going to give myself more sleep and, and only you know what kind of sleep you need because some of us need more than others. I mean, I feel right. so good right. if I get eight hours. I can function pretty well right. on seven, but eight mm -hmm. is good. Eight's real good. Right. And 10, right. 10 is even better. <laughs> Girl, let me tell you, I mean, it's, I, I kid you not, I get eight hours of sleep every night and on Friday I sleep for 10 hours <laughs> every, I mean, if I'm home and I allow myself to sleep, I will sleep for 10 hours and I'll sleep for 10 hours on Saturday night. And I mean, I'm just like, I feel like I can't just sell you a house. I can build yeah. you a house. What do you need? Exactly. <laughs> 10 hours is superpowers. Yeah. We all need to feel that yeah. way because that's what allows me to exercise and cook and like be shiny. Yeah. You know, I say like be shiny because you can't like get out here and sparkle and share all your magic if you're drained. Wow. That is so good. We go through periods where we're drained. I mean, think about when you had your kids and you were completely sleep deprived right. and you did, you were fine. So I don't want people to think like, you know, it's this fantasy of getting enough sleep because yes, my kids are grown. So I have the privilege of right. going to bed, but I had my years of sleep deprivation and it was fine because that's what you're doing. Right. Or you could be all, more intentional instead of following yeah. your life around. You can lead it to exactly. set it up so that you can even, you know, setting that alarm to get in your room. Right. So things aren't distracting. You're not cleaning the house or doing something that you hadn't done. Right. And, and just basically giving exactly. yourself permission that I've done enough for the day. I can be done. Yes. I can be, yeah, and that, that was hard for me. I think, like I said, or, you know, we've talked about being driven and just, gosh, you have to know how to shut it off. And that's yeah. challenging in itself because to feel like, have I done enough for the day? And it's like, I used to push myself and I'm like, I'm not being productive. I have my computer open and I'm trying to do something. I'm tired. So like I'm so And I'm not ready for bed, but I'm not productive because I'm tired. Yeah. Like, ooh, like, it's okay to be tired. You've worked for 12 hours. You've been engaged, not just worked, but engaged right. for 12 hours. Yes. It, you're done. Exactly. Like turn on the TV and be a vegetable. It's okay. Yeah, totally. So that would be a fun talk if next time we did talk about productivity and just yeah. like little hacks and things that we've learned along the way of how to be more productive. Absolutely. You know, I have, yeah. I'm slightly ADD and so it was really hard for me to be productive. Yeah. Um, so I've learned certain things and I think that would be a really right. fun discussion. Yeah, absolutely. I think so. And I think people really need it because you, you, everybody wants to be productive, but I think we all go, go about it in such the wrong way. Like you said, when you're in that resistance and you're just pushing, 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 and that is so counterproductive. It's so bad yeah. and we all do it. And I think it's just the Western way of thinking. We are all just like, you got to do this and you got to go and you got to go and you got to go and you got to go. And it's, it's bad. No. It's not good. And I, so I love your philosophy. You got to sleep. You got to sleep. You got to sleep. You got to sleep. <laughs> it's awesome. You got to feel good. You got to feel good. Yeah. That's how you get your superpowers though, is you got to sleep and feel good. Yeah. That's where your superpowers yeah. come into play. So. And it feeds, it feeds everything because if I don't get enough sleep, I'm not going to want to work out. Ooh. 
And then if I don't work out, I kind of don't care as much about what I eat and I'm not drinking enough wow. water. So for me, it's like this, it's, it's a domino effect of like, oh yeah. I feel like we have a little mini book. Like we could just write a little mini ebook about sleeping now <laughs> after this discussion. I know I that sleep. I can write a book. <laughs> I tell people, I'm like, oh, you don't sleep well. You should come come hang around me. I will teach you. I will teach you. Yeah. Every mother's day, my birthday vacation, it's like, when's the nap? That's part of my yeah. thing. Yeah. And I get so excited. That shows you right there when people say, Oh, I just want a nap. That shows you how tired they are. <laughs> if you're dreaming about taking a nap on your special yeah. day on your birthday, <laughs> you're tired. Oh, yes. I can agree. I've been tired for many, many years. So thank you for pointing that out. I'm going to commit to not just getting my seven hours. I'm going to try to stretch it. I'm going to try to give myself seven and a half during the week. And then eat yeah. on the weekend. So, yeah, absolutely. And and shut down earlier and take care of yourself and enjoy. You know, you should be enjoying getting ready for bed and putting on pajamas and that whole. I think that's that's part of the whole. I like that that whole ritual thing. Yeah. yeah, because honestly, as a woman, you feel you should feel clean and beautiful and smell good and all those things before you go to yeah. bed because it just is like. It's just that it just goes back to that self care. And I think it, you know, if you feel good at night, have you ever noticed that if you feel upset about something at night, sometimes you wake up and you, that's the first thing you think Mm -hmm. about. So it's kind of like your last thought at night should be something good and happy and peaceful. And you should have, you should have put all the crap of what's, whatever's happening away by the time you go to bed. Okay. Well, like end it on a positive note so you don't have like yeah. disturbing yeah, don't drag and it. stuff. Yeah. But I love that. Like this thinking about like the, the difference of, I tend to shower in the morning because I feel like it wakes me up. But I started, my friend had told me this brilliant thing that she works out really early in the morning. So she started showering at night and doing her hair at night. And then she would wake up and she'd be able to fix herself up pretty easily to go exercise yeah. in the morning and it right. saved her time that way. And so I started doing that where I would shower at night and my husband showers at night. So we would like shower together and just spend that quality time together and just chat and talk. And, um, but then I did, I enjoyed like going to bed clean and not, you know, cause a lot of times if you shower at night in the morning, you go to bed and you're like stinky, you know what I mean? Like you put your arm up to, you don't know because you shower at night. Yeah. But I, I, it's disgusting. You know, when you actually are like, man, I'm like stinky. But so yeah. I never really realized the power of bathing at night um, right. and the relaxation of it and everything. And so now it was like, well, it's totally fine for me to bathe at night, fix my hair and then get up in the morning and just like rinse off real quick to wake myself up. Right. It's totally fun for you to shower as many times as you want to. <laughs> Some people say like water is bad for your skin or something, but I'm like, no, I can totally do that. That is false. I probably, on the days I work out, I probably shower three times yeah. a day. Sometimes I, because if I want to, I do yeah. like I'll, shower before I go to the gym and I'll hit it after real quick and efficiently. It doesn't have to be like, I mean, honestly, it's not that it's not this big, you know, this is not the 1950s where, (laughs) you know, like I did. Like how many showers you're going to take today? You know? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I I love it. It's just one, another lack lack mindset. (laughs) Like, there you go. We just uncovered another one. Well, thank you so much. I so appreciate it. Thank you. It's awesome. I love us reconnecting. And um, next week, we'll just talk about productivity. So we'll be thinking about that this yeah, week. Yeah, that's good. And then maybe I'll put together a little something. I don't know. It's, it's. I don't know. I'm, I'm just literally just going with yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. No yeah, problem. go with it. It's good. It's good. So. Yeah. All right. I'll talk to you okay. soon. Bye. Okay. Bye.